0: He definitely forgot about the
1: 3-2-1. I, I forgot about the 3-2-1. Uh, do you guys want to continue your conversation?
0: Yeah, um, that would be a great one just to pick up right in the middle. Uh, today, during baseball, uh, Colin had a severe gluteus maximus injury. I believe yeah. it was the left or the right? I, it's left. I'm, left. I'm on
2: a DL for at least a week. Um, it's definitely definitely not, not feeling great. But wait, left is... Just- left is your lift leg not even like you push on but it's like i land on it and like i twist into it which is like almost for for golf it's better it's my right if it was my right glute for golf i'd be i'd be out but since it's my left one that's better for golf not great for baseball luck, that's my landing leg and that's like that's the leg that takes more of the, the injury for sure
0: yeah so uh to to lay the scene uh softball game just finished so we have the entire directional softball team standing next to us and they see colin uh Pulling his butt muscle and then holding his butt and then trying to throw and holding his butt—it was quite funny.
1: This, of course, is Sports Talk Therapy. Today is April Fourteenth, two thousand and twenty-one. Um, I did forget about the three, two, one. We were just kind of, kind of jump you guys in this week to a conversation about Colin's injury. But anyway, here we are, and um, I guess not a lot of NFL news to talk about. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a mock draft later in this episode, but we do still have a couple of miscellaneous topics to get into. Sean, would you like to start off with the good news?
0: Oh, Jermaine and Colin coming back. Yeah. I, I was hesitating. And I'm like, Mets, like, do we do something great? No. Um, Jermaine and Colin are back for year number five. Uh, huge news uh, pushes Nova up from a top 10 team to probably the favorite for the national championship, at least betting wise at this point. Uh, And there's no reason not, not to Uh, they've got Colin coming back after a big East play of the year season. Jermaine finally broke out this second half this year. And you have those two coming back with a freshman class, give another year, Brandon Slater. It's going to be a very, very scary team, which I'm excited to see.
1: Yeah, definitely a very, very nice surprise. I was Kind of on the fence about it. I mean, Colin coming back always made sense because of the injury. But I wasn't sure if Jermaine was going to come back. But actually, I gained more confidence after Cole Swider decided to transfer to Syracuse. That made it seem like that he knew something was in the works. Like you said, Jermaine finally breaking out in the second half of this year. He had always had those games throughout his freshman through junior year where he would pop every once in a while. I mean, the Marquette one definitely stands out on senior night or junior year. But... He had a sustained, great part of the season, second half of this year. He was their best player at times, and yeah.
0: Yeah, the fact that even in those games, Finn, where he went off a, a 29-point game against Marquette, a 30-pointer against Georgetown, he still looked a little bit tentative and like afraid at times in those games. Towards the end of this year, he was the guy with the ball in his hands, which I, agree. I never would have said before.
1: No, you, um, yeah. But –
0: yeah, absolutely huge news there. The only possible negative I could see here is I hope I really hope Brian Antons ever take a step up this summer mm-hmm. um, because he might get buried on the bench a little bit more, obviously, because of move. But uh, overall, you got two bona fide superstars coming back, and college basketball is all about experience. One and dones are going to run into these guys and be like, who are these guys?
1: Who are they?
0: Um, but – yeah, very, very exciting news for us. Uh, can we come back for six sixth year? Can I opt out of work?
1: Well, that's what we're saying. We need six years of Dada because injury redshirt and COVID redshirt. Six years of Dada. Maybe more. Maybe not even coming back <laughs> again next year. Seven years. <laughs> I wonder if he does come back. I don't know.
0: I I thought there would be some news when Jermaine – You would think Colin he would have announced
1: it, it then, so – Or
0: even just announced something like, hey, like my legs are doing better, but – He might be so injury-prone at this point that he's just going to hang it up, but I don't see why he would. I'd come back.
1: He can come back. He could transfer. Who knows what he ends up doing. But definitely great news. Um, This definitely softens the blow of Swider going to Syracuse. Uh, Whatever you thought about how he's played over the course of his three seasons at Nova so far, he was going to have a role next year. He was going to
2: definitely contribute. He He was was going to contribute,
1: so definitely not what you want to see, but –
2: we, yeah, it's uh, – with Colin and, and Jermaine
1: come back. You're not as worried about that It's anymore. a fair,
2: fair trade. We'll, we'll give up A Jeremiah. fair trade. I mean,
1: we just <laughs> – oh, oh, if you give Jeremiah, yeah, too. Okay, Jeremiah and yeah.
0: Cole can lead, and we'll take – we'll keep Colin and Jermaine. Yeah, I'm alright with that. Yeah, could you imagine if – No. Jeremiah no. and Sadiq are back? <laughs> you don't even, like <laughs> – And skipping, like, two years for Sadiq. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, do and Dante DiVincenzo's no. Amari Spellman's are, never I think, left. I mean, are you he still here, Amari Spellman Senior year. That's, I think we already
2: have like top five odds to win the national championship as of like FanDuel like yesterday. Yesterday yeah. it went to number one. Isn't it really number one? Wow, yeah. wow, wow. Um, I mean, so like, yeah. What is are UCLA guys going? Is like, is was, going to the draft
0: or? Yeah, I haven't said. So it was, it was us. It was us. UCLA, Purdue, Gonzaga. Yeah. Okay. Did the for I get that Chet dude from wherever?
1: Not yet. Okay, but they think they're going L- to?
0: L- long, lanky Chet from somewhere really cold in Minnesota. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so that's our quick Nova update is what I. Uh, is what we wrote this as down here. Uh, Anybody got any NFL news? I mean, I got a quick thing to say about the Browns from today, but...
0: um, I just keep getting notification that teams don't want to go to optional camp, and that's about it. So yeah, it's, actually, it's, I mean, it's interesting that you see, uh, what's his face?
1: Yes, Arian.
0: No, this
2: I think this was a couple months ago. But Arians was like, "Oh, Bruce, Bruce Arians, Arians got a tattoo." I guess he did. He
1: Bruce Arians did get a Super I did Bowl not tattoo. That's that awesome. You,
2: you don't want to look it up.
1: It's but
2: apparently, it's a... <laughs> so initially I was like, "Yeah, you know what? Like, whatever. Like, let these guys do whatever they want to do." But then, like these young guys, man. Like I was thinking, like that. Or at least Arians came out. He was like, "The old guys obviously don't want these practices because." Like there's better they might get hurt or they might like they it's a pain and it just helps the young guys take their jobs. So there's really no incentive for the old guys to like desire these workouts unless you're like a guy who's scrapping for a job right now and you need to make a team, which those guys aren't really the guys who have influence in making this decision. So it really kinda of hurts the, the younger dudes in terms of like the young dudes who aren't bona fide first round picks and second. Like round it, picks. no so one has a
0: chance to prove themselves, essentially.
2: It's, and they don't get to learn – it's hard to learn the offense over like Zoom and stuff. So, it'll be interesting. Maybe they'll get these guys vaxxed and it'll be a different story. But it's, that's, that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Because they're also – like it's also spring, so it's really not a huge deal. Unless, like, But if I'm, if I'm Kyle Shanahan and I drafted a quarterback, I obviously want that guy with me learning my offense ASAP. So, I'm sure that they'll get him on Zoom and Burrow is on Zoom with uh, – <laughs> Since with Zach Taylor after his draft, sorry, right. Danny
0: goes. Dimes took matters into his own hands. Is running camp in Arizona with the Giants. Best thing, dude. These guys are all gonna work out like in Florida anyway.
2: Like, so I feel like it, in terms of COVID, there's really no huge difference. Like the team facility is probably
0: safer. This is. Do you want to take online classroom through dorms, or yeah. do you want to go to Tennessee and take online classes? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So
2: that's mm-hmm. interesting.
1: Yes, that's. Uh, I, I guess we don't even really have not anything for dysfunctional team commentary so I'll, I'll throw my uh thing in here right now uh the browns signed jadavian Clowney. yeah it's moderately exciting i mean yeah. he definitely had a down year last year on that one-year deal in tennessee still jadavian Clowney, but he's still jadavian Clowney. um one again i, I mentioned this guy's name on a couple of the uh podcasts beforehand but jake burns uh film analyst and He works for the Orange and Brown Report, which is affiliated with 24-7. He had an interesting point where it's not going to be the traditional, like when Clowney was in Houston, where they would line him up on the edge and he would just do kind of a straight pass rush thing. They're going to use him on some more of, I mean, he will have downs where he's in that kind of position, but the main place they will deploy him is basically everywhere. They'll have him line up at three three techniques. Sometimes they'll slide him even more inside and uh, basically run a bunch of stunts. And the guy with his athleticism and ability to get into the backfield, uh, watch out, especially with Miles Garrett on the other end. It can't hurt to have Jadavian. Clowney. It cannot hurt to have Jadavian Clowney. It was a one-year deal. And uh, people forget, of the 900 million sports teams that I am a fan of, the one that is forgotten the most is South Carolina football. <laughs> yes. I have been a Jadavian Clowney fan for a very long time, and I'm very excited to see him in the Brown and Orange. I've
2: been a, pa- I've been a fan ever
1: since he – Popped whatever that Vincent means. Smith yeah, on Michigan. Michigan, one of the most indeed. famous hits in football history. I love that picture. It's, just yeah. Finn,
0: what about? Uh, I thought you were a Coastal Carolina fan because the the five foot
1: nine center. No, okay, I'm, I'm a. I'm, Coastal Carolina I'm, Carolina. I am a fan of Mighty Mike Sam Thompson, five foot nine center. That guy is a hero for all offensive linemen under six foot. But I'm I'm, I'm a, just yeah. I. I'm a, I'm a I'm casual actually, observer of the Chanticleers. I've
2: been
0: a Chanticleer guy for quite a long time, actually. For some okay. time. I, thought chan- I thought it was chanted. I
1: thought it was Chancelliers. So
0: Chanticleers, there we go. It's a yeah. made-up
1: it doesn't exist. It's a it's supposed to be a bird. It's not it's real. It's a fighting chicken. It's not real, though. It's not an actual <laughs> term for a fighting chicken. They made it up. It's awesome. Though, I kind of yeah. respect that. Yes. Um. Yeah, so that's what I got. <laughs> moving on. You want to talk about some baseball shot real quick? Yeah, let's moving quick.
0: Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, so the sky was falling with the Mets until yesterday. And then we won both games double a doubleheader. However, I'll tell you guys a little funny part. So I got out of class. I played basketball. I get back to my room. I see, oh, it's a, it's a tie game in the seventh. Like, uh, I'll turn it on. So I, I turn it on. I see them give up the lead. Pete Alonso delivers uh, RBI single. I wasn't paying attention how the runner got on second base. And then eventually the Mets take the lead and win a walk-off on a Jonathan VR like a single, technically. Jonathan Viller. Viller and Pillar. There we go. Um, so, I didn't realize that it was the doubleheader with the seven-inning rule. So, I was extremely confused. I'm like, wait, it's the eighth inning. Like, why are we ending the game? Like, I completely forgot about the, the new rule, like, from this year and last year for shortened games. Um, but I'm confident if the game got to the ninth inning, the Mets would have found a way to lose it. So, they got it done. I uh, got game two done as well uh Brandon Nimmo is cur- currently batting 462 with a 700 on base percentage oh pretty good-hmm uh Francisco Lindor is batting on 200 Fan you can take him back he's a bust
1: um hey was just saying before the show Ahmed <laughs> Rosario big hit last night look who's winning that. Tr- <laughs> no
0: <laughs> yeah not yet not quite um but yeah Mets are up right now two one uh mm. things are looking up
1: I think. Yeah, that's good. Um,
0: oh, and also, mm. the Mets had two games rained out this week. It's supposed to have the blizzard in Denver uh, on Thursday and Friday when they're, or Friday and Saturday when they're playing. So, the Mets are really just trying to delay all of their games until now where Cindergard gets back because they missed an entire series because of COVID. Now they've had two rainouts. They're going to have a snowout. Uh, so... We're we're playing the percentage game. We're not going to get all. We'll, we'll get all our games in, but mm-hmm. right now by win percentage we're in first place. So that's all I needed to know.
1: That's all you needed to know. Um, I'm on the Coastal Carolina website
2: for what purpose? I've I I've, I've found Chanticle or shot. Chant- apparently, it's Chanticleer. Oh, I'm sorry, Chanticleer. But okay, I they the so story it, of it is Chanticleer. Chanticleer is not real, dude. Okay, <laughs> okay, let's just listen to this. Chanticleer. Comes from Chaucer's Canterbury Tales. Yep. Mm-hmm. More specifically, he's just like the name of a chicken in the book, and they're like, yep. And then Not real. they were apparently they were a branch of South Carolina. They're a branch of the University of South Carolina. They're they're a very new university,
1: so, relatively speaking.
2: Yeah, they were a, they were a like off like a satellite campus of South Carolina, and then in the '60s they wanted a new mascot. So they wanted a mascot that was close to the Gamecock, but not exactly the Gamecock. So they found the Chanticleer. So Chanticleer is their mascot. And the logo is like also a chicken, but it's, it's just a teal different chicken. Yeah, it's a teal chicken. And then they split from – in 93, they split from uh, New York South Carolina. This is the, the final sentence. But as he had before, Coastal Carolina gains independence, and – as he has since that time, the Chanticleer continues to overcome battles and reign supreme. Chanticleer has made a name for himself and Coastal Carolina University around the world, around the world and has captured a place in the hearts of CCU
1: fans. Wow. I, Sorry, I thought I, thought I would there. That is there. absolutely phenomenal. Love to hear it. Uh, just for while I am divvying up the divisions for our mock draft here in a second. Colin, would you like to talk about your latest jersey purchases?
2: Oh, so it, they're mental purchases more than physical purchases.
0: What what was that word? They're mental purchases. I thought you said himental. I'm it's like, no. a new term. No. It's, uh, it's like being
1: like, mental in the Himalayas. They're like once I really it, like, it's like you're
0: you're just trying to be Andres Himenez fan. They're, they're like just, once I feel comfortable financially, I will purchase the jersey.
2: But so Jean Giro is the jersey I want. And I thought you said you bought it today. No.
1: I've misunderstood what you said, yeah. I'm sorry.
2: Oh no, you're good. And then I also am getting – I'm going to get an Akil Badu jersey for the Tigers. He's a stud. He's very good. Dude, monster. Just like hasn't ever played like above a ball, and he's just raking. It's awesome. Oh, my goodness. Akil
0: Badu's a beast. May as well throw a uh, Spencer Tor- Torkelson in there while you're at it. Dude, I might have to.
1: Casey Mize.
0: Casey Mize is sick.
2: I, I like Tariq Skulal too. Mm-hmm.
1: See, I the Dijon, Dijon. Every time
0: it is Dijon Jaro, I just picture like Dijon mustard, honey mustard.
1: Yep. It's something that you get once for a recipe and then you leave it in the back of the fridge for a year and then you throw it out. That's what yeah, the condiment Dijon Jaro is. Dijon Jaro, the human, you want to keep around all the time because <laughs> he is excellent. And that's cheese. I don't know. I don't know. whatever really, he
0: says. I strongly dislike mustard, but if this whole ketchup shortage thing is true, I might need to find another sauce. There are
1: ketchup shortage. How is there a ketchup shortage? That's the <clears throat> the thing that is in the most abundance in the world.
0: Apparently that the ship that was caught in the Suez Canal had no uh, yeah, ketchup. <laughs> that damn ship. So I don't know. I heard this, but when I went to Giant and there's plenty of ketchup. So mm-hmm. we'll see.
1: Alright, that's good to hear. Alright, so. What I'm thinking here, we're gonna do the first round using PFF's NFL mock draft simulator. So are we
2: all gonna get around that computer, like how are we gonna know the board and everything.
1: So I am going to announce it, if that is okay, or I can try and right. rotate it more. How so about you? you wanna... leave, like in the middle, kind of like on here, facing out. Yeah, like that. And you can like slide over. This a will be bit. like that
0: game you play in the car as a kid, like mm-hmm. you, like name like the items on the grocery list, yeah. or whatever. We just got to remember, Colin, every single pick.
1: Every si- Yeah. So, I have claimed the AFC North and the AFC East as my two whole divisions for the Browns and the Patriots. I've already given him the NFC North, and I flipped no, that. No, I was, was going to no, say. Like, I flipped that. My bad. What if, what, if, Get it you, away. what if
2: you just create a Google Doc and then copy and paste the name into like a one slot?
0: I think we'll figure it out, Colin.
2: I know, but I just, like because once we get into like twenty, and I just don't even know what teams I have.
1: It's gonna I mean, be we well, you have divisions. Or that's, no, what it that's what I'm trying to make it easy. That's I'm trying to make it easier. It's divisions.
2: Oh, that's true too. Okay. Yeah, is All that right, fine? fine? Yeah. yeah, you
1: yeah. Could, okay. You can do that too. Yeah, I wasn't gonna randomize every single team, but uh, we'll have a couple left over there, and we'll I guess cross that bridge. We'll, we'll alternate once we get there. So, does anybody want to claim something that is not I'll one take of the our teams? North I mean... The NFC North and I NFC South's out there for the Jags. So I can take the NFC South. And take
0: whatever. Or and I'll take the NFC uh, West. I guess I have the entire West.
1: NFC West. And then, Sean, you can take – or do you want NFC West? Or I can take – I
2: mean, I, what you I I'll take the NFC West then. Played them last year.
1: I'm, I'm, stupid. Wow.
2: Just give me two <laughs> NFC divisions. The Got it. One of All
1: right, cool. And then – if teams do not fall into these divisions, we'll just alternate. We'll just say Colin first, Sean second, me third. Cool. Isn't that cool. All right. Let's go on the clock. The Jacksonville Jaguars. How am I going to get this to balance? Here we go.
0: I think they should really Wait, pick. Wait. So
1: did you? So no. <laughs> I'm just gonna watch this way. You're on, I think you're on the clock. Oh, I think it's you. So where, who think? do I have? You have the NFC North, the NFC West, okay. and then any teams that do not fall into those divisions, we're going to alternate. Uh, you first, Sean second, <laughs> me third. Okay. So, so you are up here. All right, so I'm Big the Jets. first overall pick.
2: I mean, if you pick Mac Jones. No, I'm going Trevor Lawrence. I mean, so <laughs> I'm going to do what? Is it Sam Monson? Is that his name? How do you say Sam name? Monson, yeah. Yeah, so basically his mock draft was like he's going to take who he would take unless it's really obvious. So, like, I'm going to take Trevor Lawrence because that's who's going to go first overall, so I'm not going to do something stupid and take someone else because I may or may not think they're comparable. And I do think <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is the
1: best guy in the draft, so it doesn't even matter.
0: All right. and right vote for Dijon Giroud.
1: So... <laughs> With the second overall pick in the two thousand twenty-one NFL mock draft, the New York Jets select Zach Wilson, quarterback BYU. I have not been shy about my love for Zach Wilson on this show. Yeah. I think he is phenomenal with all of his physical abilities. And I he's just the pick. He just is the he's, pick. He's Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes man. They blew up the spot. I'm yeah. still so, I'm still mad
2: about
0: it. See, that. the Jets just I'm still mad. They just can't get it wrong again. Yeah. That's the like... only
2: It's just going to be whether or not they have a competent coaching staff
1: that can develop someone. I believe in Robert Silla enough that uh, I, I believe in his can... defense. I will say about his. Uh, who'd, Mike Michael LaFleur is the OC. Matt LaFleur's brother. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that's one of your favorite people.
2: <laughs> yeah. He
1: came from the 49ers. Yeah.
0: All right, Colin, you're back. I'm back. Um... <laughs> I thought the divisions,
1: but I guess not.
2: All right. Well, you know, boys.
1: Is he going to do it? I'm going
2: to do it to him. He's going to do it. It's tough for me in the spot between Mac Jones and and Justin Fields. I don't think if you're Kyle Shannon, you can take a guy who you don't know if he's going to be able to throw the ball in your scheme right now. But between Mac and Fields, both those guys are incredibly accurate. If I'm the 49ers and I already have a lot of guys who can do a lot after the catch and he can run a lot of screens and have a lot of check downs, in my offense. And that's, that's the way it's built. I'm taking Mac because I think as of right now, I think he was the best quarterback in football in college football last year. I not, I don't know how close it is. I think basically what you're getting from Mac Jones is my pro comp. I think he is a more mobile Matt Ryan which
1: high praise that is high for praise because
2: I think people are like, Oh, like he's three first round picks. Well, if you trade, people would trade three, three first round picks for Matt Ryan at 22, not even a question. You would do that. So if, and that's like, that might be cl- like closer to his ceiling, but I I don't know if it is because if Matt Ryan had Jimmy or had Matt, if Matt Ryan had Kyle Shannon for his whole career, he would be even better than we're talking about him now. So I guess there, it, like ceiling is such like a uh i think it's a it's a weaponized word against like mac can't run so he's not ceiling like come on man like guys Just- like i don't know I, that's I, i'll stop although mac Ju-
0: justin fields did look very 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 uh, it's a pro It's designed to make him look good but he's good man he's good
2: i i love justin fields i think justin fields yeah. justin fields is i love justin fields and i love his running ability if i were like
0: Carolina,
2: yeah, I think that for Carolina too, it's the it's, Broncos. I mean, any of those teams, you take Justin Fields. Anyone that isn't the immediate top three, not even, If I were the Jets, I would take Justin Fields. So if I were the Jaguars, I would consider taking Justin Fields. Like I love Justin Fields, but I love Mac Jones, so it's it's tough for me. But Justin Fields on the board at four, so Falcons are on the clock. But Sean, South, yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, You got Matt
2: Ryan. What are you doing? Is there any trades in this mock? We know with no trades. Probably
0: no trades. It'd be easier. Yeah, I'm not sure how we figure that out. Um, so. I really want to take another quarterback, but I feel like that would just be breaking the system here. Uh, hey, hey it's, it's what you would do. do they could do it. You
1: are in the chair. They could. But I've seen them
2: mock quarterbacks before, but they've also been mocked a lot of other guys too. So
0: Yeah, their needs more so are on the defensive end. So we'll go with Patrick Sertain. Uh reaching a little bit, but I like it. Throwing us a curveball. It fits a need. Uh they get their cornerback, strengthen that up. I still think uh Matt Ryan has those like late Eli years left, like where he's just like good enough, but not that good. So they'll be okay. Now Bengals on the clock, man.
1: So we talked about it on last week's show. There's a civil war amongst Cincinnati Bengals fans, among should they draft Panay Sewell, left tackle out of Oregon. Highest graded tackle in PFF history, or reunite Joe Burrow with his uh, Balitnikoff Award winner, <clears throat> wide receiver Jamar Chase out of LSU. What if I told you that I was convinced today that the pick, if this guy on the board, should be neither of them? I like it. Kyle Pitts, tight end, Florida. So the whole debate, or at least when I was talking to Colin earlier today about Sewell versus Chase. This is quite the reach over here to draft Mr. Pitts. There we go. The whole debate was centered around, okay, I thought they should pick Sewell over Chase, not necessarily because of a talent difference, but because I view that there are better wide receivers available later in the draft than offensive tackles. And then I think we were watching a podcast as well. We just had it on the background while we were doing stuff this morning. And then they mentioned the name Kyle Pitts. And the more I thought about it, the more it just makes sense. Yeah. He is a once in a generation We've seen these tight ends drafted in the top ten, some warranted, some not. Recently, but Eric e. Brown was not warranted. Eric e. Brown was not warranted. Hawkinson, you, like e. you can make a case. for He's uh, great. I thought like TJ Hawkinson, you make a case for. Kyle Pitts is a surefire top ten prospect, probably a surefire top five prospect, and he is going to make Joe Burrow's life a lot easier and make that offense quite a bit more dynamic. Well, and and that, that's the
2: other thing too. That if so, say they pass on Sewell here even if they don't get a top-end tackle in the top of the second round, I think if they don't, they can get a top-end guard slash
1: tackle kind of guy. who You really
2: – yeah, you don't need – left tackle is
1: not the biggest need on the offensive line. It's the no. best position on their offensive line.
2: Jonah Williams is, has been pretty solid when he's played. Like, Riley Reef, you could kick inside, and he, but it's not, again, not like the most – if you're looking at just by need, their two guards are probably worse. So, if you can get Vera Tucker or Leatherwood or even Dickerson, if you can get him in the top of the second, I think that's a great pick too.
1: And also their tight end is Drew Sample right now.
2: Yeah. So, tight end is definitely a big need. Kyle Pitts there at
1: five. And he's so good, man.
2: I mean, he's he's
1: awesome. He is absolutely phenomenal. Um, Number six, the Miami Dolphins. I am back on the clock here. Um, I'm not – I mean, Justin Fields is probably the best – player, at least value-wise, left on the board, yeah. but he did invest that pick into a last year. I don't think they go quarterback. The more I'm looking at this... Hmm. It's got to be Jamar Chase, right? It's got to be Jamar Chase. Jamar uh, Chase, yeah. wide receiver LSU, opted out this past year, but won the Belitnikoff Award as a 19-year-old sophomore during LSU's National Championship run. Miami feels the need to move back up from 12 to 6, it's probably for a wide receiver. And I think Jamar Chase is the best of the bunch. So there we go. I had
2: to run and I to do what I want Brett Holmes to do if this yes. situation comes. I want him to literally get into his track suit and sprint to the podium to take his hand and just smack Justin Fields on the table. <laughs> That's what I want him to do. I that want, would be if, if, they, if home just, run dude,
1: if they get Justin Fields. If you get
2: Justin Fields at 7, you're getting a guy who is worth the number one pick. At seven, mm-hmm. dude, oh, cause that, oh, dude, I would love to watch Justin Fields in Detroit, man. Like that would be just awesome. It'd be so fun, oh, man. God, because when we have time, like right, we have we have time, we have time to give Justin to like adapt and to we can build a system around him. We don't need him. We don't have to put a lot of pressure on him. He can relax behind Jared for a little while. Let Jared you know, teach him how to be bad. So maybe not. Yeah,
1: Jared, Jared has a lot of experience and he's played in That's playoff game. He
2: played in the Super Bowl. Jared did, Jared can teach him how to play in big Jared games. Goff, the,
1: Jared Gloff, Jared Gloff, Jesus. The Jared Goff slander is a bit aggressive.
2: Yeah, it is, but he was also just like, uh, not he's, saying he's good.
1: No. And but, he was so bad
2: when there was any pressure like at all. Mm-hmm. It was unbelievable. He just wasn't, Maybe it was the McVay thing, right? It could have just been their relationship was so bad that it didn't allow him to be his best, but he did not look like a guy I would want as my starting quarterback. But, hey, you never know. Detroit is where they the, the guys come to flourish. Of course. But, yes, if you can, you can get Justin Fields, smash it. Smash that like.
1: Smash. Smash the like button? Smash the like Watching button. Watching a YouTube video? Yes. Okay. Dude. Like, oh <laughs> no, that would that would be an unbelievable day for the city of Detroit. Moving on to pick number eight, held by the Carolina Panthers, who just traded for Sam Darnold. So that takes Trey Lance off the board. He would have been the pick had they not made that trade. Uh let me see here. Do they need tackle? That is the question. Not, that's an open question. Do they need yeah. a tackle? So do you have the NFC South? I do, no, this is uh, like a – I'm up now. Okay. Three. Yeah. Gotcha. Does it go like
2: – is it like snake? Like you go twice and then it comes back. No, it's just, okay. just in a okay. circle.
0: We're not going to get lost in the snake.
2: Either. Dude, the snake lost in the sauce.
0: Ah, man. All I know is that I got lost in a few times and I accidentally just broke the tea time for a day I can't use it. For my
1: well, that's very, very sad. Does anybody have a uh... – witty anecdote while I look up the panther step chart
0: um, I don't know why
1: it said that way that was a reference to some TV show that's escaping me right now
0: we already talked about Colin spraining his gluteus Maximus yes.
1: uh, oh my god their tackles are not yeah I don't
0: know um... All right,
1: the starting left tackle is yeah. a man named Greg Little Panay Suwell. A uh, little bit of a slide for him going down here to eight. Um, best tackle in the draft. Yeah. Highest one ever graded by PFF. Not much to say there. He's gone. Yeah. John. Denver.
0: All right. We're on to Denver. They need a quarterback. I would have taken Mac Jones. However, he's gone. Uh, so, I hate taking all these quarterbacks in the top ten. However, What's wrong with
1: that?
0: We're going with Trey Lance. Uh, we're trusting the North Dakota State. Um, in the bubble, and uh, in any other drafts, he'd probably be what top five. But
2: I, yeah, I mean, other there are a lot of quarters. a lot of people. He would have got he gone like, higher.
1: Yeah, Sean oh, has yeah. a power alley right here. three, I think, three it, NFC East teams in a row. Can dude, I like dude,
0: make my other teams bad?
1: Dude, I, <laughs> like,
2: Give them like that's the thing, bro. Like so as and as this thing is trying to be as objective on trail as possible, I think Denver would be the worst spot for him. Why do you say that? Because I think they've set up their offense in a way that it's going to need... They've spent so many high picks on wide receivers, and they have so many good wide receivers, they need a guy who's going to throw the ball a lot. And at this point in his career, Trey Lance, I don't know if he's that guy. I would rather him go somewhere like... trying to think of a perfect fit for Trey Lance. Like, say... Like, I want him to go somewhere, like, almost like Baltimore, where they can build a set, like, a scheme that will emphasize his rushing ability and work around his limitations as a passer until or if he overcomes those. I think Denver is a team that is not going to be feasible for that right now. I mean, there's the strengths of their team and Trey Lance's strengths. Like, you're not going to
1: build a read option, two-wide receiver on the field scheme with Trey Lance. I mean, you really come out of the blue there, though, with Baltimore because – I mean, when you look at that roster, how could you possibly look at that and say that they're looking for a quarterback that came in with accuracy concerns that's <laughs> high on mobility? They've never drafted of a player not. like that before. No, nope. right? never. He didn't win never. an MVP there last year. No, of course not. That's I, yeah, You are exactly right. That yeah. would be the place that would maximize his talent. But, but they have, Jackson have there. large there, so, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah, but that is a great But point.
2: anywhere where there's a guy who can, like, anywhere they have a hardball.
1: As much Michigan? as I love
2: Pat- <laughs> Just send him to Michigan. Send Michigan. But they have a guy who's willing to, to build a roster around Trey Lance. I think is is a good spot for him. I think the Broncos, a team where their missing piece is just a quarterback and they built so much at wide receiver, I think it's gonna be tough. The fans would be calling for Drew Locke's head very early in the season. They'd they'd throw Trey Lance into the fire.
1: It might be hard, man. It would be it would be tough. He's a young guy. It is true. It is true. Now, again, I'm not I'm not accusing you of anything. I want to get that very clear before I say what I'm about to say. Sure. But you have a habit, whether it be intentional or not, to downplay other players if they go against your fantasy football wishes. And you have quite an investment in Mr. Drew Locke. So I, I, I can't do. help but wonder
0: I I, okay.
2: if that has something to, to do with fair, this. To be fair, I do not want the Broncos to take quarterback. But if Mac Jones or Fields is here, I would definitely take them if I were the Broncos. I don't like too much that drew lock that much like i would love to i would love to see trey lance in new england too i think that bill could bill could maximize his talent in a really uh, interesting way could work with that especially when you have a guy like cam who he has similar limitations as lance does his accuracy has always been the thing that's held him back as a guy so maybe they can like help him or something but there's some similarities there and trey lance could run the scheme Camera last year, but way better, I think. Yeah, He's I, just younger and faster, and has more room to grow.
0: All right, uh, the Giants are on the clock.
1: Um, You're not even going to acknowledge the Cowboys' pick?
0: Oh, I just skipped it. Sorry, uh, I picked J.C. Horn uh, out of South Carolina. He's a He's a good player. Uh, as much as I don't want to see it, their secondary is atrocious. It's so bad. Um, if there's no if Pitts is off the board, there's no tight ends worth reaching for here. Uh, and their secondary is a huge need, so I'd go with him. Now for the Giants on the clock. The needs here say tackle guard. I do not want another offensive lineman. The Giants have drafted so many offensive linemen. The line is good enough now. Like it's not great, but that's not a problem. This is killing me. So, I mean but... you're a defense or wide receiver, because I feel like those are your two. Yeah, so technically the Giants don't need a wide receiver. But you can never have too many weapons. You can receivers. never have too many weapons. So I'm going to go with Jalen Waddle. I love it. Uh, if he's there, you've got to take him. Um, Who do they, they have? Slayton. They have... Kenny. Kenny now. They do have Kenny They've got Galladay. They've got Slayton. Waddle works well. Waddle would be a good... Because they can, they can throw him in the slot. Evan Ingram is basically a mm-hmm. wide receiver. So Cut Evan Ingram,
2: bro. Get rid right right. of him. Off the field. Forever.
0: a Bowler, of course. Pro um, that, that is
2: just such a joke.
0: So if I'm going so the Giants bad. with Jalen Waddell, I'm going to keep it going. We're going to go with Eagles with Devonta Smith. Sprint to the podium. Yeah, yeah. sprint. Uh, they really badly need wide receivers, and I'm up again. Right? No.
1: If yes, you are. Wow, it continues.
0: Um,
2: where are the, where are the Chargers been mocked a lot? Uh,
0: tackle, tackle, and Rashawn Slater oh, Slater's here. still
2: there. Yeah, he's That's a good going.
0: Pick. He's gone. And finally, I'm off the clock after six picks.
2: <laughs> All right. Calum time. Yep, I'm back. Uh, well, the Vikings, I think, would be a little upset if Slater went to pick before them, considering how unbelievably atrocious. They actually have the worst offensive line in the league. I don't even know if that's that close. Hey, they are so bad. So bad. It's, it's kind of incredible how bad they are. Um... Yeah, I mean, it's really tackle, but it's. Mm, <clears throat> mm. Parsons is very tempting, obviously, but. You know, I'll go Darisaw. I think their line is just so, 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 so bad.
1: That's a very fair reason. So bad. I'm back on the clock here. Pick number 15, the New England Patriots. Now, this pick is going to be, from my perspective, what I think they should do, not what I think they will do. I think if the board shakes out like this, I think they pick Micah Parsons here. I would not be mad at that pick. However, I think there is a better direction to go in, and in my humble opinion... That direction is Rashad Bateman, wide receiver out of Minnesota. Sure, they invested a lot this offseason into the pass catchers, but they still lack that kind of dynamic receiver that just has a knack for getting open. The knock on Nikhil Harry so far is that he has not been able to separate. Well, let's get one of the best separators, if not the – probably not the best separator, but one of the best separators in this draft class. uh, Surefire first-round talent, uh, Rashad Bateman. Yeah. And now it's me, right? Colin. Arizona Cardinals.
2: He's deliberating. Yeah. Their corners are really, really bad. Parsons is still on the board.
1: Parsons is still on the board. Still on
2: the board, and I still don't think I'm going to take him.
1: Yeah. That's the
2: problem. I'm going to go Greg Newsome out of Northwestern. I like it. Darn good corner. He's flying
0: up draft boards. So, Raiders. Um, <clears throat> Raider, the Raiders on the clock. Uh, they also need offensive line help, but I'm sorry. Michael Parkins cannot fall, fall this far. Um, need him? No. Pick him? Yes. Uh, he goes here.
1: That's entirely reasonable.
0: It's like uh, in that movie draft day with the Browns where they're like, don't pick the number one pick. And he drops like nine and they pick him. Well, they don't know.
1: Bo Callahan was the surefire number one overall pick, but he started dropping because none of his teammates showed up to his birthday party. And then he ended up falling and he got drafted, I think, by Seattle. The Browns drafted uh, Vontae Mack. Vontae Mack, no matter what. And um, I forgot the other guy, but he he was played by Arian Foster. Anyway, whatever the point may be. We digress. (laughs) We digress. Miami back on the clock here at 18. After drafting, I'm already blanking. Who did they pick? Who did I have them pick earlier? Jamar Chase. So they already went wide receiver. Looking at this board over here, I'm doing a deep lean across yeah. this
2: table right now. Is that PF Avit's really high and walk a little, or they think the NFL? Yeah. yeah, interesting. ADP is low though. Yeah, it's very high. Yes, like
1: over like Tevin Jenkins. They could go a couple different directions with this. Offensive line is still a need, but I have a feeling that they're going to try and work those young guys still into the mix there. Sean, are you okay?
0: Uh, Funny bone is shattered, but we are okay.
1: Tragedy. In the commons? Commons. (laughs) Tragedy of the commons. Of the commons. Uh, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, linebacker out of Notre Dame. Some people say that linebacker is undervalued. I tell you that Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa is not just a linebacker. He can also play slot corner quite well. He spent quite a bit of time there in Notre Dame. He'd be, he's versatile so weapon good on defense. Basically, yeah. I know people like to make the joke that whenever somebody on offense plays multiple positions that they're an offensive weapon, yeah. Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa is a defensive weapon, and I think he fits quite well there. Kind of replaces what they thought they were I mean, Kyle Noy didn't really go out into the slot, but a guy that can kind of line up and rush the passer in addition to playing off-ball linebacker, they kind of thought they were getting that in Kyle Noy. They did not get a better version of him in Wusu Yeah.
0: Next up, Washington football team. Badly needed a quarterback. Uh, some skill positions as well. Uh, fit here looking at the board is Elijah Moore. Um, am I thrilled with the pick? No, but, hey, you get a solid wide receiver who should – at least give you a starting point when you do eventually get that quarterback, but I'm still in awe of these teammates at the playoffs last year. The defense is really, really good, but you're still missing that one piece. Yeah, one I think I think they're going to be
1: dangerous this year. That defense is
2: really good. It's really good, and, and Fitzpatrick, have- I think, is good enough that he'll, he'll be better than what they had last year. Which That's really all they need to be a really dangerous team because their defense is stupid good.
0: See, My mm-hmm. problem is, how can I dislike Ryan Fitzpatrick? That's, can't. You can't. It's impossible. <laughs> We'll give him Elijah Moore. That's, that's enough.
2: <laughs> okay. Then you got, because you got F1, Samuel, M and, and Elijah Moore now, which is dangerous. Who was that first one? Curtis Samuel. F1? You said F1. Oh, it's Terry McLaurin. What? It's his nickname. What?
1: Like Formula One? Like, Yeah. That's like his nickname. That, Org, is that common knowledge? Org. Like, Org. There's, like, There's, a, supposed couple, to know there's that? a couple of
2: nicknames, but he likes F1 the best. Also, Terry McSorin. That I like that one.
0: I like Terry McSorin. Terry McSorin and Terry McLaurin. Yeah. There you go.
2: T-Mac. I like – because Terry McLaurin is also one of my dynasty guys, so I was very in on the whole nickname drama. But Scary Terry is also good.
0: But that's not him.
2: Terry Rozier. I know, but they want like
1: – I feel like every – yeah, he can
0: – See,
2: because some people started calling him Scary Terry, but then he said he didn't want it. He said he didn't like it. Mm. So they had to come up with something else. College on the clock, too.
0: Bears on the clock. Whoops.
2: I'm on the Washington football wire about Terry McLaurin opening <laughs> up by his nickname preferences, Phil. Okay. okay. That's, <laughs>
1: that's, that is, I do want to hear about that.
2: Uh, so Bears, they're going to be sad boys because there's no quarterbacks.
1: And there are no wide receivers
0: to pick them all.
2: Yes. There's a couple. But if, I mean, there's, saying I don't really, know, don't really need defensive linemen. Um, I'm gonna go Elijah Vera Tucker. They do need interior offensive line help, especially if you're gonna have Andy Dalton as your quarterback. So I think that that I I, I like Vera Tucker a lot. I think this is a good spot for him.
1: He's gonna be a great starter in the league. Where were we on the wrote the floating pick cycle? I think me. Did, okay.
2: I think it might. Did you? I don't remember whose teams were who.
0: Uh, I'm trying to out. I don't believe it's me. I can do it.
2: Okay. It's definitely not Finn, and I think it might be me. But shall you go?
0: Sure. Um, Colts on the clock. Uh, obviously, with Carson Wentz now, what do they need? They need a wide receiver, and they need a little bit of help tackle. Um, yeah, we'll give them a wide receiver. We'll go with Teresa Marshall Jr.
1: Um, Beast. Oh, do we have? A, it's a third name now. Because. Is Colin Terace, found...
0: Terace? Terence, It's
1: Terrace. I was inserting an N in there forever. I was calling Terence forever. Yeah, Colin asked me this morning, did you know that his name was Terrace? I, it's a very easy mistake to make. Dude,
2: like, that LSU team is going to have three guys who played a lot who are all going to be first-round picks. Yeah, like, good first. Like, yeah, Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson are sick. Dude, that was so good. All right. What?
1: You going rogue? Oh, no. It was just <laughs> someone else's division? No, this is AFC South, it's a floating division. Oh, so it's am I No it, <laughs> The Horn is this way. You could go if you would like. Oh, did I go
0: already? You finally got lost in the Oh, did you did you I don't go? Okay, go.
1: Did you okay now we're I we're, think I went. we're investigating. Okay. My I picked for
0: You picked Vera Oh, Tucker. I picked
1: Greg
2: Newsome. No, you picked Veritucker. No, because
1: I have NFC West. You have the NFC West.
2: But I, I picked Vera Tucker for the Bears who are in the North. Yeah, I picked Panesul here. I remember doing that. And Sean had like seven picks in a row. Sean had a bunch of picks in a row. Pats.
1: Yeah, NFC West. Division,
2: division. Sean and picked Raiders.
1: It, I'm, yeah, I apologize. You were right.
2: Okay. All right.
1: College we're good, sir. No, sorry. you're
2: good. You're good. Um, all right. Titans. They did lose Corey Davis, so they could use a wide receiver. Tackle, guard, corner. They... I think this board is not. They would not. I don't know how happy they'd be with this board if I were the Titans because not a lot of the guys they need, positions they need, are there right now. Having Barmore and Pei on the board still is tempting. And Jason Owe. I mean, a lot of edge and a Z, a lot of edge on the board.
0: Aziz. Great name. All
2: right, I'm going to go Caleb Farley. I think he's a really good player. I like him a lot. and I think Titans may have to invest in some defense. because Their offense is already pretty good.
1: That makes sense. Injury concerns sliding Caleb Farley down the board quite a bit. He, at uh, one point, he was like the de facto. No, he was. was at one point, yeah. Uh, the Jets, their second pick of the first round.
0: Who will they turning Jamal out into?
1: <sighs> they got two first round picks for that,
0: right? Yeah, but... This, it, is, the, this it, is the first one. is the first
1: one. Yeah. So they already picked Zach Wilson. Hmm. Quiddy Pay, edge rusher out of Michigan. Athletic freak. Very, very talented guy. Not the most refined guy in the world, but you give him time to work with Robert Saleh. Great defensive coach. I think that'll work out quite well for them. Pick number 24. Now I have a ton in a row here. Jeez. Um, The Pittsburgh Steelers. It has their number one need as a quarterback on here, which I find quite interesting. But
0: this is like what the Packers did last year with the quarterback, maybe. But except Aaron Rodgers is a lot Mm -hmm. younger and better than Big Ben. Yeah. I don't like the – you're not lighting a fire under Big Ben unless you're like doing a funeral and we're we're burning him for ashes. Um, (laughs) Yeah. What a what a line! Yeah, um,
2: <laughs> do you guys know that Vince Wilfork has four more interceptions in his career than Jamal Adams does? Because yeah, Jamal Adams has zero, right? Yeah, S- still. Are yeah. He, I, I can't I tell. Think if that, right. I think I thought it was zero two, and then I looked at the website and it didn't say
0: that. But I don't think he has an interception.
2: Yeah, it says this one says he has two. Oh, really? But I don't know if I believe them because I pretty much, I pretty sure I saw somewhere they did zero. But it's it's
1: very few. It's very few. Uh, Steelers, it Tevin hits. Jenkins, tackle Oklahoma State, very 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 aggressive man in the run game. I like it, and it's a good player. Who is
2: their running back now?
1: Uh, Benny Snell.
2: That's their starter.
1: Yes, yeah. or Anthony McFarland. Yeah, or Jalen Samuels. Uh, two to- Day two for a running back for Pittsburgh.
2: Yeah, that that team is
1: confusing. Very confusing.
2: They, I, I would love to see them get like a. Guy in the like second or third round of quarterback. Mm-hmm. Kyle Trask. Kellemott.
1: <laughs> Kelemod. The rotating circle of draft picks leads back to me here. This is the Jacksonville Jaguars second pick here. Of course, they picked Trevor Lawrence number one overall. How will they help out their franchise quarterback? Well, it's looking like I'm gonna do the classic pairing. Of drafting a quarterback early and then pairing him with the tackle. That tackle is going to be Liam Eichenberg out of Notre Dame. Now, some may call me biased. I may call you correct. I feel like Finn's picking all the Notre Dame guys. I did. I have picked both the Notre Dame guys. But the reason why I picked Liam Eichenberg here is do guys like Sam Cosme? Walker Little, even. And uh, there was another guy down here that his name is escaping me. Alex Leatherwood possibly have better physical tools. It's entirely possible, but you want the safest thing. You don't want to have a situation where you had Joe Burrow blowing out his knee because of bad offensive line play last year. I mean, it's hard to hinge it all on that, but it certainly or, would have helped if he had what? No, you're good. Sorry. Yeah. Right. Certainly would have helped if he had better offensive linemen. But I think Liam Eikenberg has one of the highest floors in this class. I think he's a little bit undervalued on this here, and uh, I am slightly biased, so yes. I made the
0: pick. Including Browns.
1: I was going to say, you
2: don't want a situation where, like, the the like, when David Carr got drafted and he just died mentally, like, just worse, he just annihilated by... That him. guy... I feel so bad for that guy. He got he drafted and they like, it. oh, 65 sacks a season. Getting murdered. <laughs> no,
1: David Carr, like,
2: who can... Sur- nobody can survive that, man. Just imagine just getting, like,
1: sacked, like, eight times a game just for your... Entire time in the league. I always feel like the the term "bust" is so aggressive because I mean it's so dependent on situation. It's so dependent on the situation. Like I consider it a bust like Jamarcus Russell,
2: yeah. Ryan Leaf, where you really that's a
1: bust. Flame out, like not like a Greg Oden who busted because of injury. <laughs>
2: it's 76 sacks in one season.
1: David Carr was broken. They gave him no offensive line. David, I, David, I, Carr, David I, Carr has I, the, calling him a bust is not I guess do him full justice. He is
2: the first and third most sacked seasons in NFL history.
1: That is depressing.
2: 76 and 68. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my. That is very 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 sad. That's just Prayers for David. Prayers for I hope he's doing I think he's doing good now. He's a backup of the Giants for a while. Didn't he win a Super Bowl? Backup quarterback in the Giants. Dude. Yeah, so he, he took seventy-six sacks and then only fifteen and then forty nine and then sixty-eight.
0: Oh, uh yeah, he was he was in the Giants. Uh mm-hmm. I thought I was thinking of Derek Carr for something. Yes. No. Brothers. <clears throat> they are. Hence why I got them mixed up.
1: Yes. Now, this pick got a lot more interesting based on events that happened today. Namely, the Browns signing Jadavian Clowney. Otherwise, I would have rushed to pick any of the edge rushers that are still available on the board here. Jason Oway, Aziz Ajalari, Jalen Phillips. There's a whole bunch of them. Gregory Rousseau, a guy that I like quite a bit, is still on the board here. But I'm not so sure I would do that. And I'll be honest, I don't know what... Pick I'm going to make yet I may end up circling back to an edge rusher. I'm just going to keep talking here for a minute until I figure it out. Um, Looking at Christian Barmore here, yeah, that is very very possible. (laughs) I'm also looking at being exciting picking Rondale Moore. Mm. I would consider that. Saving Collins, but the Browns do not value linebackers very highly. Saving Collins can be like edge. He can. He can. Which is this is definitely a thing. But they do already have. Um, scrolling down quite a. Quite a bit here.
0: Travis, Travis Etienne, have a different running back on every down.
1: Yeah, that'd be excellent. Um, hmm. Hmm. Christ, it's Christian Barmore. Defensive tackle out of Alabama, the bona fide number one interior defensive lineman in this class. I think they have, despite, you know, Tack McKinley and to Davian Clowney being on one-year contracts. D-tackle is a sneaky need for Cleveland coming up. This is a contract year for Sheldon Richardson, and they really do not have a lot of depth behind him. Uh, He'll probably start day one. So, yeah, Yeah. there we go. And I'm back again. Jeez. Baltimore Ravens here at 27. A lot of people pounding on the table for a wide receiver here. That is quite understandable. I mean – they have some decent guys there in Hollywood Brown. It's Sammy Watkins, I guess, now. It's pretty much about it in terms of dynamic playmakers. But they're kind of... If you're talking about the burner, Willie Sneed. Oh, the emergency quarterback, Willie Sneed? Yes. The, oh, yeah. That's fantastic. Nice. Um, yeah, They definitely could go wide receiver here. I would have picked Terrace Marshall if he was still on the yeah. board. But... I'm going to end up picking a tackle. What does it say their needs are for PFO? Wide receiver, tackle, and edge. Oh, my God, edge. Definitely edge. What am I? I was about to take Dylan Ray Dunes. Ray Dunes. Ray Dunes. But now I have changed my mind towards picking an edge rusher, and that edge rusher is Aziz Ajalari out of Georgia, Uh, one of the best edge rushers in the best conference in college football. That works. NFC South, Cowan.
0: All right.
2: Uh. I don't think you can pass on Jason O if he's here. I mean, the guy is an athletic anomaly. He's unbelievable. Even with
1: Davenport and Cameron Jordan. Yeah. I, Cameron
2: Jordan is is an older dude, and Davenport Ooh. has been, eh. Since he got this is
1: a wild evaluation of the Saints' head rushers.
0: They
2: don't. I mean I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think they generated a ton of
1: pressure last year. Cam Jordan's really good. He is. I know, but
2: points. he's definitely old. Yeah. Like, is he not old? Older. It's
1: like thirty-one. Yeah. Don't let me talk you out of your pick, though. Prove me wrong.
2: Oh well, he's <clears throat> taken. So, oh Packers. Packers. They also. Could take a lot of guys. Do they, they
1: finally could... take that wide receiver in the first round? I don't think so. Uh, they could. But I don't.
2: I don't know if they do. I think they take. <sighs> think they take Gregory Russell. Didn't know he was a converted wide receiver.
1: I did not know that.
2: It's pretty interesting. Yeah, I agree. They 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 have Kenny Clark on in the inside, but besides uh, what's his face, it's the Darius Smith. It's Darius Smith. They can they can de- everyone can always use edge rushers. It's you can another. never
1: have too many edge rushers. I agree with that. And uh, yeah, I was gonna pick Gregory Rousseau for the Bills at pick thirty. So there you go. Um, still a decent crop of edge rushers left on. Actually, maybe, oh no, don't go back. That was almost really scary. Wow. Um, you could go Jalen Phillips here, but the concussion concerns are very real and definitely a knock on his draft stock here. This is a tough one. Could definitely go a couple of different directions here the direction that I personally am going to go in is not decided yet because I want to look at the rest of the corners on the board before I pick. And it's still going to be Asante Samuel Jr. Yes, he is the son of that Asante well, that Samuel, former New England Patriots. I think he's an eagle for some points, but most famous for playing for the Patriots. His son is a stud corner out of Florida State. Uh, fits right in that value for kind of a late first round, early second. Uh, that works.
0: Uh, Kansas City Chiefs select Walker Little. Get some protection for Patrick Mahomes. That man was running for his life in the Super Bowl. If they have any protection, they're back there next year. On to the Buccaneers. Does anyone have that vision? No. Uh, I think it's you. I think it's, Sean. I think it's Sean. All right. I guess I'll finish it out. Uh, needs. <laughs> the top D needs QB. Um, you got all of that. Uh, you're in win now mode. You do not go with the quarterback. Instead,
1: so that's a Green Bay.
0: So do I do? Why it? would you want to help? Do I load yeah. them up? Kadarius Tony. Keep the man in Florida. Give Brady another weapon. Very, very,
1: very. Hey, so scary. Let's go
0: through these draft grades. And yes. Geez.
1: So let's just look at the the ones that are surprising. I guess Colin gets a B plus. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. Colin gets a B plus for his Mac Jones pick at number three, and uh Sean's first pick of the day. The boys at Pro Football Focus, the boys and girls at Pro Football Focus did, did not, not like it, at, no. no. They gave him an F, for picking Patrick Sertan, <laughs> the second, fourth overall. Uh, that's a bit mean, in my opinion, but... Could have at least given him a D. They could have at least given you a D, even a minor. D-. That was a bit mean to give you an F.
0: Sorry, um, it's going to be the greatest pick of all time.
1: Yes. Uh, Kyle Pitts at five, ended up getting a B plus. Colin gets an A-plus for his pick of Justin Fields, the Lions. And Sean succeeded oh, in making the Cowboys.
0: There you go. Brought him down. Mm-hmm. But I helped the Eagles, which is not good.
1: Not good. But he helped your, your Giants. They got an A- for Jalen Waddle. Fair enough. Very nice. Oh, my. I also got an F for Cut. Greg Newsome. I <laughs> uh, don't like the
2: corners. They don't like the corner yeah, picks. It's very, they're not liking the corner
1: picks. Uh, I got they a C-plus for my Rashad Bateman to the Patriots pick. I respectfully disagree, but, you know, it's all right. No worries. Sean got his B-plus for the Michael really? Parsons Terrace pick.
2: Really? Mar- Marshall is a, a T. Wow.
1: Interesting. Caleb Barley, A-minus. Did I expect that big to be an A-minus? D-plus. Okay, okay. Now, they gave me back-to-back D-pluses. on um, My tackle picks in the mid-20s. Tevin Jenkins to Pittsburgh and Liam Eichenberg to uh, Jacksonville. I guess they don't like those prospects as much as I do, but it's all right. But that's okay because they gave me an A for Christian Barmore to the Browns. There you go. So that's all right. Yeah, Yeah, that's a long way to drop for Christian Barmore. That'd be awesome for them.
2: That'd be pretty good. And then C minus, C minus, D plus, C minus to end the draft for us. Great.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So uh,
0: I think I had the lowest average.
1: You know what? It's okay. Um, I'll keep this up on the screen. I'll screenshot it, and we'll see how correct we ended up being. On draft night, so yeah,
0: definitely not. <laughs>
1: it's all right. Moving on here, that was our mock draft, a little bit uh, hastily put together, but I thought it was a lot of fun. I don't know about you guys, of course. And now
0: we got a ten-minute power session here.
1: Power, power hour, power ten minutes. Starting with bulletin board material. I'm gonna do uh, the Colin here and pull off of my Twitter to find my stuff. So, if anybody else has one right now, feel free to go for it.
0: I already talked about Colin and uh, his butt injury. So, I will go with another uh, bulletin board caliber performance. Playing golf on Saturday at Turtle Creek. Hole number seven. There's a horse farm on the right-hand side. Now, Finn, how far is the horse farm off the fairway? Like, let's say 20 yards. Near. You could definitely hit it. Absolutely. I've been in that horse farm a couple times. You've been in the horse farm. Have you ever hit a horse? No. Oh, my God. So uh, my friend Jack had a little bit of a case of the shanks. And uh, when he goes into the tee box, I say don't hit a horse because the horse is all the way on the left, like 200 yards out. Uh, He did not hit the horse. He was about, I'd say about three yards from the horse. You would have thought the horse, like, I don't know, someone hit the horse. The you horse jumped up, it neighed really loud, it ran around the entire the, the entire I guess it's the pen I don't know like the, whatever the fence is called like the horse is spooked. The people in the first hole are looking, the people in the fourth hole are looking. The horse is going bananas, and we are laughing so hard. Um, and my friend Jack had to walk over there and get his ball and hope the horse didn't come like kick him. Uh, but that's my uh Baltimore material. It's more of a little wheedle, but we'll stick it here.
2: I'm just going to
1: combine my little
2: wheel and my bulletin bones here.
1: Because I'm just, just going to kind of throw them out there.
2: This is my – I was listening to a, a couple of Chris Sims things earlier today. He was talking about Zach Wilson, who he really likes. So he's talking about, like, his arm. He's like, his arm is special. His accuracy is special. Sure. Whatever. He does have a nice set of legs on him. No. And you know I'm a legs and ass guy. His thighs and butt, it's an athlete's thighs and butt to where I'm like, oh, no, the explosive this there is real. He went a little deep there. I mean, he went really pretty hard into into Zach Wilson's butt there. It's a
1: little tough. (laughs) Like it. You can throw one thing, but he, like, tripled he, he down on like it. He went, like, three
2: or four sentences he on his He went part, on, that's,
1: that's a lot. So, you like Zach Wilson? Really um, like Zach Wilson. Yes. Very much. Like spot. So, my... uh, Actually, you know what? I'm going to save that for Lil Weedles. So I am going to make a uh, line in the sand there. That's also a Lil Weedle. Here we go. Here's uh, bulletin board material. I know that you can find a million things on Twitter... That are bad takes, but I thought this one specifically was funny. It was uh, a reply to a Mina Kimes tweet uh, where she's saying that she thought Trey Lance had the highest ceiling of any QB in the draft. Sure, you can make that take. Somebody commented, why? He is Josh Allen 2.0 with even worse accuracy and a weaker arm. And then Mina responded, oh, not not Josh Allen 2.0. Wait, who said this? Just a man. Random guy. I just thought Is that was. Is this about Trey Lance? No, no, yeah, yeah. You said that Trey Lance, oh, he's oh. Like, he's saying like he's Josh Allen 2.0, like that's a bad thing. Yeah, like Josh can't. Allen didn't just have an amazing you season. You
2: can't use Josh Allen as an example anymore because mm-hmm. he's like, good now. You have to. Yes. Like, you can't say that because Josh Allen ended up being really good. So mm-hmm. I know we all wanted to think that Josh Allen was bad. I was one of those guys. I,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I thought Josh Allen was really bad so can't
1: use an example of being bad anymore. Yes. Oh, I could put... How did I forget about this one? This is elite-level bulletin board material. Kevin Durant.
2: Interesting.
1: Do you not see he just keeps getting into Twitter fights with people right before games? He was talking to Shannon Sharp. I, don't, I honestly don't even know what the argument was about. Uh, <laughs> the last screen cap here is him saying, but I'm sensitive with the screenshot of Shannon Sharp blocking him. I really don't care for Twitter beef in general. It's just really funny because it's from one of the best basketball players on earth on game nights. So somebody decided to post a uh, side by side here. It's a picture of LeBron in the gym and it says, and next to Kevin Durant's tweeting spree. And it says, while LeBron works out with an injured ankle, KD is sitting at home and arguing on Twitter. There's levels to this and a goat emoji. And then somebody responded to this tweet. Kevin Durant argued on Twitter and a few hours later dropped thirty one points in twenty seven minutes. <laughs> he really it's just his hobby, I guess, to get into arguments online. And uh, yeah, that is quite that's actual bullets of board material. Just there.
2: I, I do have one more, more minutes, if you want if you're unless you're still going. No,
1: no worries. I only got a little weedles left. Um So
2: guy on Reddit posted this thing. It is a plot of next circumference and career passing yards.
1: What is that? Why how do you even know next circumference? How- <laughs> Are you- <laughs> no? Uh-oh. No. spent 4 years studying math and statistics just to find out that next circumference and was it passer rating? <laughs> uh what? career passing yards. Career passing yards is a linear relationship. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it goes straight what? up. It is like. What's the R squared on that?
1: Does that have it on there? Uh, let me, it's I too high. Whatever it is, it's too high. That is ridiculous. Dude. Oh Wild. God.
2: Dude, it's so funny. Just like. What? Someone said, "At least this just proves that nobody who looks like Mike Glennon can succeed in the NFL." (laughs) (laughs) That is, oh man! If you guys are on r slash NFL, highly recommend taking a peek. Amazing! I found the post. So let me see if I can. Oh
1: my god! In the meantime, yeah, go ahead. Go. I guess I don't think we're doing the top five, are we? Get into Lil Weedles, and I know, as we've said many times on this show, the line between Lil Weedles and Bulletsubor material is becoming
2: more blurry every
1: day. Every single day. First one is going to be whoever started the Julian Edelman Hall of Fame campaign. Julian Edelman retired yesterday. Legendary Patriot. One of the greatest postseason performers of all time. He's second all time in postseason receiving yards and um, receptions in the postseason as well. Made countless great plays with the Patriots, remember forever. The catch in the 28-3 Super Bowl, the touchdown pass in the divisional round playoff game against Baltimore to Danny Amendola, all the punt returns, all the other great plays he's made all-time patriot but his retirement got ruined because some people decided to fight about whether he's a hall of famer or not and they just just basically like took the entire moment away from him just let him and i hate it let the man retire celebrate his career he he had a great career man like oh my god it just it just took away from the whole thing and i was really sad for julian because of that because he mean he he had a phenomenal career cut short due to a uh I mean, I don't know how much longer he would have played anyway, but uh, a knee injury that he could not rehab in time from. And, uh, yeah, I also just wanted to point out, never forget that, you know, Edelman most famously, obviously, a wide receiver. But when they drafted him, Bill Belichick said, we don't know what you're going to play, but we want you here. In his time in New England, he, of course, you know, played wide receiver. He threw passes as a quarterback on some plays. He was a punt returner. He was a kick returner. But people forget he was also a DB with less than two minutes to go and a trip to the Super Bowl on the line in the AFC Championship game in 2012. The Patriots lined up Julian Edelman in the slot covering Anquan Bolden, and he pulled it off. Amazing career. Love Julian Edelman. Sad to see him go. I have a couple. I'll just do one more here right quick and then pass it off to you guys. So, Nick Chubb has announced a cereal. It is called Chubb Crunch. Chubb Crunch. And we do not know what the flavor is, but it exists. And it tastes well, like Batman. It tastes probably tastes like Batman. And the pro, some of the proceeds are going to charity. Great thing. But that's not the Lil' Weedle here. The Lil' Weedle is whoever decided to, because somebody, one of the Browns writers, the guy for The Athletic, Zach Jackson, quote tweeted this. And it shows a picture of... Holcomb's Hometown Barbecue Sauce and Holcomb's Hometown Spicy Brown Mustard. I'm going to show you the pictures of these bottles for a second. This is, of course, referring to former Browns quarterback Kelly Holcomb, one of the earliest members of that infamous jersey with all the names on it. He was one of the early ones. Look at this. Who decided to make this? I do not want Kelly Holcomb's mustard or barbecue sauce. Nobody wants that. No. So there we go. Whoever decided to make that.
0: Very nice. All right. Well, in case the two kids that are after us are here, I think we're out of time, or well, they're not here. Oh, the door's open. We're good.
1: I don't, I don't think there's anybody after
0: us. Not this soon. You know, everything's blending in together. It's been a long day, Finn. Yeah. And Colin and I are playing golf in the rain in eight hours. Oh God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> still a paper defender. Eight.
0: I'm at six. Six fifty. God. <laughs> we we have two spots. If you want to play. Okay, thanks, Matt. See, I was like, really excited about it. The whole rain thing. I don't know how I feel about that. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm going to be chilling. I don't know about you. About I, I'm, I'm getting
0: the rain. Colin's going to be wearing his black, like, sweatpants yep. with the the green jacket thing. And the rain grip gloves, baby.
1: You guys have more? Or? <sighs> I have a couple more still.
0: You can go ahead.
1: I'm out of ammo. This I, I I meant I should have included this in bullets of board material. Apologies for not being as organized this week. Um, Anthony Edwards, number one overall pick, stellar rookie for the Minnesota Twins.
0: Yeah, this got better. Did you see the interview with him? I have both. Okay,
1: yes. <laughs> yes. So first, Alex Rodriguez just bought a stake. I don't know he and there's another guy. I think were the main two that uh, bought the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm sure you're glad that they did not end up buying the Mets. Would have been bad. Yep. And somebody asked him, How do you feel about A Rod, you know, buying the team? And he said, I do not know who that is. Well, you may just assume, Okay, he doesn't like baseball. Well, Sean, what happened? So that's what people assume initially. However,
0: there's an interview of him earlier this year for like the Timberwolves Plus Network or whatever. Talking about how as a kid he played baseball, how he's the best on his team, how he batted fourth or fifth. He played every position. He played short, third, this, that.
1: And that he was an MLB player, MLB caliber And that player.
0: he could have made the MLB. And he doesn't know who Alex Rodriguez is, who at the
1: time, Anthony Edwards is our age. Yeah. At the time. Would couple of, been, Yeah, a couple of years younger, but definitely in the range. Would have
0: been one of the better players in baseball when we were like in elementary school, even when we were in middle school. Mm-hmm. And then not even, the fact that he was so polarizing, like, even I remember the, he got hit by the Red Sox and then went on a tear. He had the 162 game suspension. Like, not a guy that flies under the radar. No. And he's on TV every day now. Yep. Anthony Edwards, you're a clown. That's all I gotta say. He's not, okay, he's, not he's he's really funny. He's, I could. He's I, very entertaining. I thought he was joking at first, but now I'm thinking he was joking in that interview. I don't think he ever played baseball, ever watched a baseball game. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but very confusing. But I'm happy A-Rod took the high road and just said, like, hi, made a joke of it.
1: Yeah. no. um, thought that was very entertaining. Last one. This is very, very random. This is an Airbnb review from a guy who went to Kauai in Hawaii and complained that the ocean was too loud. Here we go. Okay. Pros. Amazing views. Great location with literally everything you can need to cook anything almost and plenty of space cons the showers felt like needles which hurt the ocean is so close that as it crashes all all is in capital letters the ocean crashes all night long i didn't know if you guys knew that it kept them awake until they went to sleep in the interior room where it was a little quieter the only time when it's not wonderful is when we were trying to sleep. This man complained about the ocean being too loud in an Airbnb review and was like, oh, it crashed all night. What? Can went, I go there? He went, he went to Hawaii.
0: Well, <laughs> Come I on, guess, man. I guess that's where we wrap it up. That's peak ridiculous.
1: right there. <laughs> that's the greatest sound in the world. That is. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. We will see you uh, next week. Okay.